Welcome to Recharge the Soul Show, a place where we aspire to take our tips and tools we teach in our mind, body, and soul recharging women's retreats and put them in this here podcast. You're wanting to up-level, uplift, and shift into a constant flow state of joy, then you came to the right space. And we are your hosts. She's my daughter, Bailey. And she's my mom, Lorianne, aka the Shaman Mom. We could not be more grateful to have you here with us. And we hope you enjoy. Hi, everyone. I'm here with my co-host, Hi, Bailey, and we're so excited for this next episode of Recharge the Soul, and we're going to be talking about the spring equinox, but we first want to share a little bit with you about where we've been and what we've been doing, because we just went through a major rebirth and a rebalancing and a reset with two large groups down in Sayulita of women who were just so ready. It was crazy. I was crazy because I didn't necessarily, I knew that there were a couple major themes coming up of March. We had two back-to-back retreats, Um, but the, the amount of transformations and just like eagerness. And they're so open. So open and so not only open, but just supportive of one another as well with their journeys. It's just, and then also hearing about ladies have been a part of past retreats hearing about different transformations and rebirths that have been going on within this month as well from them so it's just been it's been wild and it's been so beautiful and then also like having our own personal rebirths within each of us individually Mm -hmm. so it's so yeah it's beautiful to see and it's beautiful to know what is going on it's so great it's confirmation like we were talking with one of our past retreat people who was actually at Sedona and she actually is packing her things up from being a I think she said she's been in California for a super long time like over 30 years California residents and now she's up and packing everything and she's going to go do her job in Alaska and then this fall she's going to Europe she said she was just feeling like she could trust herself and trust her choices and know she's on the right path and get she got such great clarity so it's exciting yeah I love I, it I actually had mentioned her in a previous podcast at one point because she really her story was really um I don't it stuck out to me because it, I talked about her with um, manifesting because she's mm-hmm. really wanting to get out of California but she kept holding herself back with saying it's so hard to find. She didn't want to get herself out of California. She wanted to get her out, herself out of the place that she had been in because it was just a toxic situation. But she kept saying it's so hard to find another place or it's so hard to find another path. And so it's just so funny because we gave her some tools and some some intention setting. And it's, what, a month later because Sedona was later. in February. Now she's on this whole <laughs> this new journey. Crazy. We're like... <laughs> Yes, <laughs> we're cheering her on. We're like, oh my gosh, I got goosebumps when I when I was told that, and it's just so rewarding. And it and it's no big surprise that there was a full moon for we had two retreats in Sayulita that we're actually in bed again in Sayulita, mm-hmm. and we're and and we're in my bed. We have um, a really great space that we use for our retreats in Sayulita, but 
the, we'll have to tell the trailer park story in just a little bit. But oh my god, <laughs> the trailer park. <laughs> we were humbled. <laughs> we were humbled, and and Gus, who we call the mayor in Sal- of Salulita, he said it was good for us. He said it's good for you guys. You were getting a little too bougie, and I've never <laughs> ever been told that before. Ever. We are not bougie. We are not bougie at all. And I was perfectly fine. But we do work hard. We do work hard, so we we do like to be comfortable when we're working so hard. But the I thought we literally were going to be in a trailer. Mm-hmm. Didn't you think we were going to be in a trailer? Oh, I was mentally fully prepared <laughs> to be in a trailer with you and Carrie and me, and we were going to make the best out of it. And and it ended up being a bungalow. So and it wasn't really. I I didn't mind it so much. Did you mind? It once was we, kind of nice. It was once, kind of exotic. Yeah. Once we figured out the air situation. Well, yeah. yeah so the. Should I even? Yeah, the trailer park. Got, this was kind of. It was a <laughs> trailer kind of park. Sketchy. Yeah, it was a trailer park, and but it wasn't an actual trailer. It was kind of like a home, um, but we had like tents around us and people actually living <laughs> in trailers, and we were like, we are with our people. <laughs> we are with our people. They were so. It was funny, actually. A side note, mm-hmm. but Michael, who was mm-hmm. ended up, I met this guy, this older guy from Wisconsin, in the. Um, gas or no the supermarket the other day we were in line together and he would just started a conversation with me because I was wearing a choose happiness sweatshirt and then we got into conversation he's like and I told him what we do and he's like you should do that for men as well and I'm like we're thinking about it and that's a great idea and so right now we're currently in the process of trying to create co-ed um retreats for Mm -hmm. men as well um so we had this whole conversation and then we parted ways and um and then he ends up being our neighbor in the trailer park. And he I was had like, nice energy. Super nice. He's mm-hmm. such nice energy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so that was kind of funny. Um, but yeah, the the air conditioning in the trailer park, the guy told us that it we couldn't use it because it um it dripped water, but we mom, turned- I guess, ended up turning it on because it was freaking hot in there. It was so hot and I was trying and it to was, work. It did not drip water. And so it I did think- not drip water. Not one drop of water came out of it. And I was like, huh. So we have a theory that the guy was trying to save a little bit of money by mm-hmm. telling us that the air conditioning didn't work, which we we understood because we were in a trailer park. Right. So we were <laughs> we were we were we actually were like, OK, it doesn't work and we're OK with that. And then I was like, you know, here's this remote control and I'm just going to test it out. And it worked. So we were we were actually why we were in the trailer park because we ended up getting into the story. We're like, we'll save it for later. But here we are. Um, here we are. But we had a bigger group this time, mm-hmm. and so we wanted to make sure everybody was comfortable. So there, um, there's a trailer park right next door where our friend Eric found us two rooms, and or one. Well, yeah, it was two rooms because Carrie, beautiful Carrie, we love Carrie. We love She's, Carrie. We're like a little family when we're all together doing retreats. <laughs> um, so true. So she's coming to Greece with us, but. Yeah, we were all like one little happy family next door, next to the retreat. So we had our morning commute, walking over to the <laughs> retreat center from our trailer park. And for the longest time, the ladies actually thought we were in a trailer. <laughs> They're like, you could sleep in, one of them said, you can sleep in my room. And I was just like, no, I really, you know, I really want them to have the space. Bailey really wants them to have the space to really process. And you need that when you're on retreat and you're going through you know, transformations and releasing things and 
you know, so yeah, we rolled up to the trailer because we packed all of our things and <laughs> we moved around a bunch this past month and within Sayulita and we walk up to the trailer park and there's one entrance and then there's another entrance. It's like a big loop. And we're there with all of our bags, all three of us. And like, we well, rolled them down the street. We rolled them down the street. And all we were told was to look for Paco. And so, <laughs> so, so we were in front of the trailer park. And we're like, all right, where do we find Paco? And then this old man comes out of nowhere and he's all dressed. He's dressed in like a, um, what's that vest? Where he looks like he's from straight he's, out of England. He, yeah, that's what I thought. He's too. an older guy and rolls up and mom goes, Hey, is this the trailer park? And he his mouth is wide open and he just looks her dead in the eyes. He can hear her and he's about I don't know, like five 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 feet away from you in his golf cart. So he just rolls his golf cart up so it's right in front of mom. And we're all just watching him doing this, waiting for the answer. And he turns and looks at us and he says, he goes, well, I own the place, so I hope this is the trailer park. And we're like, all right, we found it. We This is our new home. And then Paco came out of nowhere. And yeah, mm-hmm. then Michael came out of nowhere, the guy from the gas station. And, and helped, helped us with our bags. It was like we walked into a little magical vortex. Mm-hmm. And we, we definitely made the best of it. We had fun. We had fun. Even the books in the trailer park were all yellowed on the outside. And Mm -hmm. the shower. Oh, the shower was my God, the shower. I couldn't shower in it. I could not shower in it. Mom refused to shower in it. And Carrie has has this thing where she can't get her hair wet because it's like a big poof ball, which we all understand. Mom's is kind of the same (laughs) way and mine is too, actually. (laughs) So I accept it, though. And... The shower. The it's shower wild. is like it hurts. a wild shower that it goes. It has no um, direction, really. I mean, it's, it's just, all over. It sprays every corner of the bathroom. Like the <laughs> curtain, like you have to slam it shut or else like all of the bathroom is getting sprayed That's down. so true. I thought it was kind of fun. Other ladies disagree, but it was an experience. So we, so that's... Then one of the ladies ended up leaving early because she was going to Peru because she had a huge transformation and she's going to be teaching yoga to children. I mean, it's just it, it's just so rewarding. Back to our original story. It's so rewarding to see um, what happens when women really show up for themselves. And we had quite a few women in both retreats who came by themselves and and automatically fit in with both the groups and our intentions are to hold the sacred space and make sure that everybody is welcomed and knows everybody is seen and um, and knows that it that it is sacred space and that what happens there stays there. And so, I don't know. It was just super special. I don't know if it was the full moon on the 18th or if it was the spring equinox, which we're getting ready to dive into with you all because I find it fascinating. I do want to talk about this full moon. Yes. Because yeah. even we had a full moon in Virgo, but it was a lot. Oh, my God. It was beautiful. I don't know what it looked like where you are at, but here in Sayulita, it almost like I saw it a little bit. Actually, this morning I was sitting by the water drinking my coffee and it was still up in the sky. And it was like, I'm like, holy crap, like this planet that we're upon is so insane. Like that sounds so silly to say, but I was just like, what are we like doing here? Because Mm -hmm. it just, it looked like we were in another world. But anyways, 
this full moon i feel like rocked so many people there were Mm -hmm. so many of the ladies that showed up that were just you know that that position um that you're in where you're like on the verge of tears all the time and it just takes somebody saying the right thing or or you like to where it it breaks you open and Mm -hmm. you just can't stop crying after that for a little Mm -hmm. while i feel like probably there was four or five of the ladies that showed up to the second one that Mm -hmm. were really feeling like that i know i was feeling like that i know our chef thea even i was talking with her and she's like man what's up with this she's english so i might give it her a little <laughs> what's up with this full moon <laughs> that's what, it, what accent is that i don't know what that is um but she was saying it's that kind she, of scottish that was scott i don't know what i thought it was i went into irish or something like the luck of the irish but anyways <laughs> Um, but she, she was, feeling she was it. saying yeah. that she's like, man, I was angry at one point, And then she's like, then I had a good cry. And so if you felt like this full mm-hmm. moon had you all over the place, oh, my God, it was mm-hmm. it was. For me, it was a struggle to stay in just because I feel like I was trying to manage so many things at that point. But. If you stayed in it and you, A, didn't numb yourself out of it or really, like, allowed yourself to process the things that allowed, that it bubbled up to the surface within it, then it was so powerful because it was, it was so powerful. cleansing afterwards. It's super powerful. And and at the same time, all of this is, is trining with the spring equinox, which is all about rebirth and rebalancing and getting refocused. You know, we just came out of the winter solstice, which started on December 21st. And now we're coming into the beginning of the astrological year. So um, March, the spring equinox is actually signifies the beginning of the of Aries. Aries is coming in. That's the first sign in the astrological year. And it's a fiery sign. And we just left Pisces, which is super subtle and sensitive. And we're going into this really this ramming motion where we're moving forward and we're actually, you know, ready to create and move. And it's just powerful. It was super impactful. I just love the fieriness of Aries. Mm -hmm. And I definitely felt that. I think that the, Mm -hmm. the Pisces, the Pisces was, I mean, man, it was emotional. You saw me. I mean, you were, there were so many parts where you really helped me process a lot that was coming up and then Mm -hmm. between the full moon. So we kind of posted about it in our our recharge on Instagram, but the full moon does a beautiful job at really, it's like a flashlight and illuminating all things and aspects in your life so you can take a look. So it's like you had this full moon that was shining light on all aspects on your, in your world at the Mm -hmm. moment. And you had Pisces, which was bubbling up all the emotions that come along mm-hmm. with those aspects. And now you have the spring equinox following it afterwards, which is all about that new rebirth and mm-hmm. this new journey and like planting, le- planting seeds. seeds. And then you have the Aries fire behind it. Mm-hmm. So it's and I feel it like mm-hmm. I felt the whole process <laughs> and I didn't even recognize that it was happening until after. But what's so fascinating is that now, like we were, we gonna we went out and did our recharge list that we told you that we do when we're when everybody leaves, and we went and ran the hill. We went and had one of our asasii bowls and mm. lifted energy, you know, lifted weights, and um, and so you were telling me that you were feeling super, be- like super grounded and so much better. 
Because mm-hmm. I'm not, I, I said it so many times, but I, I'm not joking when I was, it was, I was really finding, trying to find a balance between holding space for all these ladies, but also recognizing that all these emotions within the full moon were also arising within me, Mm -hmm. you know? And Mm -hmm. so, and even um, with our helper with, we went and did hills one day just to kind of get it grounded into the earth and really Mm -hmm. just allow ourselves to process. And one moment I was crying and the next moment she was crying. And then we were like, and I'm back at the back of the hotel um, channeling. Yeah. Channeling (laughs) for a bunch of people. I'm like, what the hell? What universe is going on? But but it was really beautiful because Mm -hmm. I think, and I kind of opened up to you about this Mm -hmm. um, over the past couple of days, but Mm -hmm. I found myself, whatever these really hard, because it was hard emotions that were really bubbling up. And I think memories from past, like old memories and then fears about the future and all of the things. Mm -hmm. Um, And I told my mom, I was like, you know, normally sometimes within these moments, I would really want to numb out like whether it be like I've talked about it a lot lately but it's really been resonating with me like with my phone or going and having a drink and it's not like I'm like one of those people that needs to have six but having like one and it's so interesting because those feelings after all of that and I had this we talked about but the feelings were still there you Mm -hmm. know and and then the shame kind of was around it because I knew better and so this time around, it was really just allowing myself to process what was coming up because I think a healing journey is always kind of comes in waves and this was just a big wave, but allowing myself to really process and feel it in the moment and be okay with it and sitting with the uncomfortability um, mm-hmm. and looking at it and talking about it. And now I feel so much lighter. Like, I feel like it. And then I prayed about it. That's another thing. I asked my angels, it's like, please just, you know, help me heal through this with grace. And please just take this from me. And I did it every single day. And now I I literally feel like a weight was lifted off of me. And I feel so much clear headed around it. And I feel really grounded. And so I'm just sharing that because if you were feeling that or maybe if you feel like you're um a lot of things came up or you're healing or allow yourself to sit with it because that's the only way that you're really going to allow yourself to move through it and it might take long like give yourself grace don't put like a time frame on how long it should be it was really that was really well said and it was it was super interesting how a lot of the ladies were going through similar things one of our <clears throat> one of our ladies wrote um, I got this intuition and this download when I was doing her reading that she needed to forgive six people. And she, her eyes just looked at me with uh, like big round saucers and she goes, oh my gosh, that's true. And she, she literally that night, what her angels were asking her to do was to write letters to each of them to bless and release them. So the fact that it was illuminated by the full moon, the fact that it was coming into a fiery sign, of Aries and that we're ready to uh, let go and release and then also birth new ideas and new relationships. So what ended up happening was she actually, she actually ended up writing the six letters in one night. And then we did a burning bowl ceremony. And what spirit was showing me is that it was really important that we dig in the sand and that we actually make a hole. And so we, uh, we lit 
all everybody everybody wrote down what they were blessing and releasing and she was so excited to throw those in the fire she couldn't wait to throw those in the fire she crumpled them up and she threw them in this pit that we had made and all, everything went up in smoke and then we and we asked mother earth to absorb the ashes and it was just she was as she was um, pushing sand over the letters and everybody was also joining in and pushing sand over everything that they had blessed and released it was super grounding and super healing and then afterwards we put our hands on the sand to see if we could feel any of the energy anymore and it was gone the re it was such a huge release and that's actually what Bailey was sharing I just think that's so awesome that you shared that because it was such a everything was up for illumination which I think mm -hmm. why the transformations were so incredibly powerful and why so many of the ladies walked in just it was mm -hmm. almost like they had it was like it was a very thin piece of ice over a rushing river mm -hmm. underneath and we just cracked it very lightly mm -hmm. and they completely opened up and it was a yeah it was like two days of releasing for everybody, everybody. in the household even mm -hmm. our chef I mm -hmm. mean even you were feeling that mm -hmm. too which you're pretty grounded all the most mm -hmm. of the time because I think that you've worked through a lot of past mm -hmm. stuff but you felt a little bit um ungrounded during mm -hmm. it too so. I did it was that's why I think that they were calling us all to put our hands in the earth you know, in the sand, because I've never, they've never told me to do that before. And it was so funny also, because I have to add the story in, one of our ladies who um, was a part of that process, they were leaving yesterday, and um, she looked at us, and she goes, you'll never believe what happened. And we're like, what? And she goes, I was down the way, and I was buying something, and the guy, the guy who was selling it to me says, you look like you're like so lit up. And she goes, I, I'm feeling so lit up. And he goes, you look like you came to Sayulita and you buried, buried what you needed to in the sand and left it here. And she goes, you, she goes, I actually literally <laughs> did do that. And he goes, good, leave that shit here. And I, we're all like, like that's, like, I love what? it. Just, and that's how connected we all are. That's what's so beautiful about it. We're more like than we are different in that he could read her energy and I think he also said she was glowing, which mm -hmm. is, you know, that's what happens when you leave all that behind. So this is a time right now. This It's a high frequency portal. It's the spring equinox. It's time to let go of the old and outdated programming that no longer serving you. It's the things that keep you stuck. All the cycles. It could be generational cycles, like what has happened with me, or it could be a bad habit. It could be relationships that are, you walk away and you go, oh my gosh, I I feel like I need to take a shower like that relationship needs to go you know and and the other thing is too is even thoughts like negative self-talk it's time to break these bad habits and that are that are that need to be let go with the winter winter is over spring is here it's time to rebirth and so um so it's like calling in all of the things that you're looking for that you need more of and so it's such an intense vibrational and transformative wave that it really, why not invest a little bit of time yourself right now at home and take, write, write a letter to somebody who you need to bless and release or write a letter of something that you need to bless and release. There's still a, there's still a window of a few days because we're, 
this is little a couple days after the spring equinox but you're still in that energetic field so what do you want to bless and release what is it time to let go of what what is a limiting belief you have or a relationship or negative self-talk something that's no longer serving you it could be clutter it could be something like spring cleaning is real spring cleaning of your mind spring cleaning of your body like what do you need to let go of that you're doing with your body that's not serving you spring cleaning of your house and like literally decluttering decluttering some drawers and soulfully what do you need to declutter soulfully what do you need to let go of mm-hmm. and the importance i think personally for this to declutter and to get rid of the old and to really take a look at what is what's holding you back we all we we're always wanting to shift and don't get me wrong there is moments of rest in our lives but for the most part when you're wanting when you're holding on to these things when you're gripping on or maybe you're not even just taking maybe you're not even looking at them maybe you don't even recognize that they're there until you're like oh man like yeah that that I do subconsciously always have that negative go-to in my head or yeah that person is really draining to me and I don't even recognize it when we have all these blocks and all these things that are weighing us down it really makes it that much more challenging to get clear on what the next step is or to get clear on what you are craving or to have this communication and this relationship with your higher power they're all just things that are that are yeah holding you back so it's kind of it's you're needing to lighten the load and create space to bring in what is now serving you at this point in your life mm-hmm. i really such great points and i really love that um that we have this fire under our feet to do it and i love that it's spring cleaning and that it's the full moon was in virgo which is all about like you know also decluttering and keeping things tidy and a time to um, like clean out your garage but it's also it's also remember to be patient and not make a hasty decision because Aries are the first sign of the zodiac so Aries are always like I'm they're so full of passion and they might make a decision and not really have thought it out well enough so be don't go don't go well I don't like the way that he talked to me so I'm going to end that relationship like really think about don't make a hasty decision be patient. We'll let it ruminate a couple of days. Meditate on it. Pray about it. Close your eyes and in, and put the put the question or the situation in the center of your being, and then hold your right palm up and your left palm up, and then you can ask yourself the question: Is this for me? Is it time to let go of this? And you will get it if you are really working on being spiritually in tune. And really working on having opening up that connection, you will get a leaning towards a yes or a no. We do this as an exercise in in our in our retreats, and it's really powerful. You you know how when you pick so Bailey, so you're at a restaurant, mm-hmm. and you you either are going, gosh, I'm going to get the fish tacos, or I'm going to get the quesadilla. And you go, I don't know, I really want the quesadilla, but I really want the fish tacos. And you go, well, and then you order the fish tacos. You go, darn, I should have gotten the quesadilla. Like you can do that with everything. You can put that in the middle and go and get the answer before you have the fish tacos at your plate. Like before you followed through with that decision and you go, oh my gosh, I just did damage to a relationship just because of one thing. And I let go of something that I really love or that meaningful relationship that matters to me because it was hasty. Mm -hmm. 
Does that make sense? Totally makes sense. And I like that you're sharing that example of just practicing small because really what you're doing is you're creating a relationship with your intuition and with that inner compass. And so when you are just practicing with like, do I want the fish taco or do I want the quesadilla tonight? Mm -hmm. Then it's giving you the opportunity to really build that relationship with that inner voice. Um, And then also, so when you do come to those bigger decisions, you can say, no, this is actually like what I know is for my highest good because my intuition, my gut is telling me that. And, or no, my, my intuition is telling me that my mind is getting a little bit two in the way and that I just need to sit with myself for a little while and think this out Mm -hmm. I've I've um I've done that with relationships and then now now it's kind of like well yeah I really need in fact you know before before my wonderful husband and I was dating and it was like time to leave I was like and I would know it before before it actually had happened and I would be like no I don't want it to be over I really love this person I really care about this person and then I would be I would be thinking how can I can I do it for one more week like just because I really am going to miss this person but they're not good for me and so practicing this and then being able to just sit with it and then honest to goodness if you ask that question, is this for me? Yes or no? You can do it with food, but you can also do it with relationships, with jobs. Should you should you move? There's so many different things. That, what color should I paint my house? I mean, there's all kinds of different things that you can do it with. And you're, and you're right. It's pr- just like you would practice baseball or practice cooking or practice knitting. Practice with your higher self. Practice c- talking to her. Practice talking to God, practice to talking to your angels because you will, I promise, 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 get answers. And you can never, like this is for sure, you can never be held back from what is meant for you. So just asking and just, I always say like, let the, let the next stone light up for me. Like always, always have the next stone in front of me light up. Let me know. Like, and I, and I asked for them to give me guidance through my intuition and through just that simple check-in and always looking down at my feet and knowing that I don't necessarily have to have the, the next five stones lit up. I just have to have one and then just follow it from there. That's such a beautiful point. I love, I like the idea of the stones under my feet lighting up and just following, following that. Like this, mm-hmm. like I... Like before, it's funny too, because even with what we're talking about now and what just had just happened mm-hmm. energetically and with the collective, um, I was really feeling like really um, stressed out because I've been living nomadically for the past like three years. And not that I haven't had, a, like my parents' house is always a beautiful landing spot for me, but I've been doing some exploring and I just haven't really wanted to land anywhere yet. And I've tried out a few places like I thought Mexico was it just because it sounded logistically like it would make sense um, for what we do and for what I like and the kind of freedom it provides. And but I've tried living here and it was just a little bit too claustrophobic. And and so and I tried other places and it just they sounded good in my head, but then once I got there, it was like, no, this isn't it either because I'm listening to my gut and though, and I'm, and I don't want to like, I'm not going to force myself to be somewhere, even though 
I put my eggs, all my eggs there. Like, Mm -hmm. and so I've really been stressing out over the past two weeks because we have a huge break other than something in July where I don't have to physically be anywhere from um, August to September. And I was like, well, and I have ideas of where I want to go, but I'm like, I don't know which one is it that I should go and spend my time. And so I was stressing, stressing, stressing. And then I finally was just like, and I'm talking about it with everybody and like where, because I'm craving community and I'm craving just having my roots somewhere again. Um, and then I've been doing all of this, like playing with different ideas in my head and my intuition. And then after all of this full moon crap <laughs> and uh, goodness sorry goodness <laughs> um and like uh the spring equinox and all that I swear it was like within a matter of me a asking and then me b putting out all my ideas on a paper doing a brain dump c talking to my therapist and d talking to all my other people <laughs> it was like after all this energetic shift I got a lot of clarity over mm-hmm. this and I came to the conclusion that I really want to try out living in cities. So mm-hmm. I'm going to do, I'm not, I don't have to put all my eggs into one basket and just pick one city for the summer. I'm going to do like a little road trip. A little with, tour. With my, yeah, I'm, my brother's going to a lot of cities for work. So it's just, I'm just saying that because A, like be okay with not always knowing the answers. Just keep asking and then um, don't for, keep forcing yourself to put yourself into certain positions because you think that logistically that makes sense. If it doesn't feel right, it doesn't feel right. But mm. yeah, I think that after the the opening of the spring equinox, it really became clear for me. Mm-hmm. And does that make sense? I feel oh, like yeah, maybe that I makes went, no. That I had makes a point. Com- that makes complete okay. sense. Yeah, it's just about <laughs> asking for, and you got a lot of clarity. You were in you were in the nebulous kind of. You can't really see it. It was kind of foggy. Um, er, a month of Pisces, which that, and then now it, it you went through the rebirth and you allowed yourself to feel it. Just to recap it for all of you, yeah, thank to you. Re, to, <laughs> to allow yourself to feel it instead of numbing out, and you actually got great clarity because you you processed some old things that you needed to release, and now you're ready for the new, and you're going to do a little a little large city tour this summer. Yeah, so thank you, Mom, for recapping that. That's why I have a co-host. No, that's why I'm not here alone. That's right. I can't, I'm unfireable. I definitely need you. So, so just a, a couple of last thoughts about the spring equinox that I thought was super um, insightful is that it's an equinox, the spring equinox and the fall equinox are both a, a balance of day when the hours of day and night are of equal length which is so powerful when you think and now from now until June June 21st when we have the summer equinox the days will be getting shorter but on that particular day it's equal and i just i think that's so fascinating and then um here in the northern hemisphere it's actually spring equinox but if we were in the southern hemisphere it would be the fall so they're just flip-flopped because of the hemispheres that they're in. So they're going through a different sort of process. But all of you who are listening are in the northern hemisphere. This is rebirth, rebalancing, resetting, and really just getting um, clear and literally planting seeds. So 
Um, and remember that rams are no-nonsense creatures and they take charge and move, move ahead full steam. And so it's time we would love for you guys to really like start to tap into your intuition more and start to plant some more seeds. And one of the ways you can do that is not just the yes-no exercise, but also just tapping in and asking, what do I need today? Mm-hmm. and just listening what am I desiring what is mm-hmm. my heart desiring where mm-hmm. what lights me up mm-hmm. it could be big or small like I know mm-hmm. that um being around people and in sunshine lights me up mm-hmm. you know so also I read a card earlier today and it said and I thought this was super interesting and it makes sense it says earth is the planet of manifestation I love so that. we literally just mm-hmm. get to come here and play mm-hmm. but if you're creating these blocks in your head and in your life then you're closing yourself up to off you're closing yourself off to all of these energetic tools and also openings that you can grasp onto it's just a matter of you Mm -hmm. which is so fascinating which is why I love mindfulness and intentional living Mm -hmm. and all the juicy stuff around that so fun so fun it is so fun and we'd want to if anybody is in the local sacramento area or surrounding area we have a fabulous um spring equinox spring recharge one day live and local live and local live and local i love that you should make it into a tune i thought you were going to start singing i know i felt like i should sing but it is it's live and local it sounds like a commercial but it <laughs> but we are going to be live and local and i love saying that because after the couple last couple of years that we actually get to see you and touch you and hug you and sage you in person is like part of the process that makes fills us up and so it's april 3rd everyone if you have not registered or you're thinking about it let us know there's we have um we have it in our link tree i think in our bio on both of our recharge the soul instagram mm-hmm. and also my instagram or you can um email us at hello at recharge the soul.com yeah that's that's now that sounded really good <laughs> i know you kind of like put me in that mode i was like okay i could i got this <laughs> And, and we have a really special sound bath healer with the gong. So if you've never had a sound bath healing with a gong, she's amazing. Her gong was actually made for her in India, and she had to meditate in front of it for 90 days before she could pick up the mallet. And one day, I was thinking it would be really fun for me to be able to see how it felt, and she she quickly grabbed the mallet. Oh, no, <laughs> you did not. I didn't know. Where I had were no you idea. At? Was that in Tahoe? Tahoe? <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> and she said, "No, this that's attuned to her energy." And so it's really a beautiful, sacred practice. And then we'll, Bailey will be doing yoga. We'll be talking about manifesting techniques. So Kat will be doing um, a workshop around creating your own altars, which we did a podcast on. So mm-hmm. super, super fun and important also Mm -hmm. for creating an intentional life Mm -hmm. and then we have our first sponsor stacy medina's mortgage Mm -hmm. she's going to be uh, purchasing a healthy delicious yummy lunch for you all so if you're interested let us know but in the meantime we're going to see you next week next tuesday here on our podcast and we can't wait yeah thanks for listening you guys we love you we do we love you 
there she goes. <laughs> Sorry. She actually, I'm going to get off of here now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye for Bye. now.